Hello. Hey. Hey. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing all right. I know it's late, so this will not be long because I know you're super duper tired. Actually, um, I'm not tired. I took my my little uh, power nap, my 20 minute power nap. So oh I'm shit! Good. And I'm actually um, <laughs> I'm working on some patterns, so I'm up. But yeah, we could. I mean, it don't have to be long or whatever, you know. But I'm up. I'm working. Of course, I. I you know what? I ain't even surprised anymore. You know, in fact, I've, you know what, I've, this is probably a public service announcement, but I've given up I'm trying to keep up with you because you just <laughs> always doing something, which is not a bad thing. It's not. I'm just know. making light of it. Sometimes um, I need to just sit down somewhere <laughs> take a this, take a moment. I, look, I can't. <laughs> I cannot even give you that advice. I can't because guess <laughs> what? I that shit either. So I can't right. give you that advice. I can't. <laughs> um, but welcome to the Be Your Own Hero show. Yes, I have changed the title. Um, I felt this was better fitting for the direction that I'm going in. So I've changed the title. Um, awesome. Thank you for so, having me on. No problem. So for those that don't know, I have had the... Uh, pleasure of being friends slash slash business partners with Chantel for a couple of months. Um, we met at a event, um, at a meetup event, I think, either meetup or event, right? Um, and we just kind of hit it off from there. We've been cool since, or at least I feel like we have. Um, yeah, it's, has it so, been like over a year yet? It seems like it was long ago now. <laughs> I know, right? I know, right? Um, I think it has, honestly. I think it. I think it's been like a year and maybe a month. Wow. Um, it might have been a year and a month, a little bit longer. Time goes so damn fast. I forget. I really I know. do. I forget. <laughs> it does. It's like you blink your eyes and boom. A whole year exactly. went by. Exactly. You you go to sleep at 30 and wake up 40. <laughs> um, so what is it that you do? Because I know that you are a Jill of all traits. At least now you are. Um, so what is it that you do? Where should I start? I um, let's see. I am a fashion designer, a stylist, um, I am now recently, uh, for the past month or two, a online boutique owner. Um, I am a licensed insurance agent. <laughs> uh, what else? See, see, this is what I'm talking about. This is just, I've given up. Listen, you have to diversify your portfolio in life. Like, Seriously, if one if one engine isn't making me the money that I need to make, you know, if it's not if I'm having a down season in one area, I can always go to the next area and see how I can work it out, you know? So yeah, yeah you gotta you gotta diversify a bit. 
Yeah, just a little bit. Um, just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's important, especially with, you know, the way like the world is now. You if you can juggle having more than one or you feel the need to, you know, do it. Why not? I mean, yeah. I mean, I agree with that. I mean, I think that um at this point, uh multiple streams of income is no longer just I wanna make that. I feel like it's more of a necessity now, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, especially since prices are not going down anytime soon. Nope. I think. Um, I think it's more of a necessity now. Like back, I feel like back in the day, it was more of, more of a choice. Right. But now it's kind of like no, you you have to have. Yeah. You. Yeah. Listen, you have to have. I mean, like. It's no longer enough to just work one job and save money, you know. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying like it's impossible, but mm-hmm. you know, you really have to live below your means and really be disciplined. And if you yeah. have like children or anything like that, like it's just it's just important to make sure you have the money to build and to, you know, invest into your family and in yourself and, and, and to thrive in life. Yeah. Um, so how do you, how do you juggle everything that you're doing? Do you, do you spread things out? Do you kind of just become a battering ram and just knock everything out the park? Like, how do you <laughs> juggle everything? Um, I know for me, I'm gonna be honest. I I spread stuff out, um, yeah. With books, stocks, this podcast, whatever. I I spread things out so I have a clear mind of what I'm doing in the moment. Um, but I know that we all have different ways of juggling stuff. So, how do I do? It? I actually I actually take the same approach. Like, um. I, I spread things out. I have schedules that change from week to week or month to month, depending on if I have a project that I'm working on or if it's a certain season for something, you know, for fashion or um, I'm planning a collection or something like that or working on a project, a styling project. So I really try to have a schedule for everything. And I try yeah. not to do everything at once because it's like mm. it it's it's impossible to really like nurture things if you're juggling too many things at one time. So I kind of yeah. create like seasons for things and I'll just do things periodically and really like plan things yeah. out. And, you know, I like to make sure I have time with my family, make sure I have time to like decompress myself. So I definitely have a schedule. Does things always go as scheduled? Absolutely not. <laughs> but just just having a schedule set in place, it kind of like eases my mind and helps me to like organize my thoughts to say, okay, this is a priority at the moment or this is what I'm going to be focusing on for this amount of time. Or else, you know, I'll forget things or it won't get done or... I'll be like, you know, overwhelmed. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, man, schedule. <laughs> I live by that schedule. <laughs> so, 
Um, the insurance thing. How did you get involved in insurance? Because that is, I feel like that's your ace in the hole. That is like your secret weapon <laughs> business because you just pull stuff out of your hat that just people do not expect in my yeah. opinion I could no that's so true they don't especially people like that know me and know what I've been doing because I've been designing professionally for 10 years mostly dealing with like private clients and you know um, I was also working a regular job at the time as well um, which I'm, yeah. which I'm no longer working. I'm just a full time entrepreneur now. Um, but yeah, I've been doing fashion for for ten oh, years. Thank you so much. Woo woo! That was a goal, <laughs> um, and I got there, and I'm excited. Um, it was scary, but you know, I'm here, and I'm I'm making it, and I'm thriving. So that's a great thing. Um, but yeah, I've yeah. been I've been doing fashion designing for ten years professionally. And styling for about a little over two years professionally. Most people like they, I mean, they don't really see the relation of the two or late or sometimes people put you in a box, which is, you know, you can't yeah. really blame them because, you know, in society, it's like you're they doing this or you're doing that or, you know, whatever. But um, yeah, I've always been interested in like, you know, economics and being financially literate and learning about insurance. And my, um, I was actually introduced to ins- the insurance business at least about three years prior to to me actually getting involved in it. But after I was introduced, I was so interested because. Um, mm-hmm. there's so there's ways that you can actually build wealth with insurance. So that like caught my attention. I was like, so, <laughs> so, um, so, um, so I wanted to learn more about it. I got into it. I had met someone through a friend of mine for um, to get some stuff made, and then it ended up going in that direction. And I was like, wait, I'm interested in this. So, um. So I, I ended up um, getting connected with this company called Combined Insurance, and um, they actually sell like um, supplemental insurance and life insurance. So for people who don't know what this is, it's basically like um, like um, an accident and sickness protection, or um, for laymen, just think of it as like a Geico. So Geico and then this company combined insurance is like the only two companies that exist that sell those type of insurances. And I know people are familiar with Geico because they have commercials, but um, this company, they don't really advertise and they're really old, but they're, but um, financially they're doing extremely well and they have some great products. Anyway, I, um, so I got into insurance. I went to the, um, they have like a sales and like marketing training school for like a week yeah. in Chicago and that was pretty cool and I anything I go into I kind of look I pretty much try to look at it as if it's school so by me doing that that actually helped me with my other businesses um, mm. doing the training for the insurance company so anyway um, got introduced to insurance 
was first interested because of, you know, the different types of insurances that there is out there. And also there's certain types of insurance in which you can actually build wealth from. So yeah, that aspect. And then just one about it, because, you know, I'm a curious person. And um, yeah. after learning more about it, I, I, I enjoyed it. I liked it. And um, I see the value in people actually having some type of insurance. So, yeah. So I was like, oh, I want to do this. So went through that process and, um, and started doing it. <laughs> Although it took me about two times to pass the insurance exam. It was not easy at all. And I wasn't just taking like insurance for just life insurance. I was taking it for like um, like uh, the supplemental medical insurance. So it was like that and that together. It was really hard, but I passed it the second time, and yeah, some I'm proud of. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think you should be, you know. And I think that um, going back to the whole entrepreneurial thing, um, much love and shout out to you for joining full-time joining us full-time folks um, <laughs> um yeah i mean i could definitely relate to just doing what your gut tells you and not feeling as though somebody's always in your ear telling you what to do i could definitely sympathize with how i make a lot of my decisions mm-hmm. business decision. um so, was fashion always a passion for you, or was that just something that you fell into? I know you, you've had the most time in that out of, ever, out of everything. Right. Right. So, actually, I was exposed to um, clothing design and jewelry design at a young age from my grandmother and my late uncle, my late grandmother and my late uncle. They had the biggest influences. My grandmother made, like, everything, like... She would redesign her whole entire bathroom. She would like upholster her couches, curtains, everything. Like I'd come over and I'd be like, what? what's all this? Grandma did it like from clothing to furniture. Like she would design and make pretty much everything. Yeah. Then my uncle, he was very like um, eclectic and he had like, you know, his style was different and he created like jewelry like very interesting and very cool jewelry that at his time I felt like was like ahead of his time um and then he mm-hmm. also created clothing things that could turn into other things like he created a pair of pants that turned into a jacket that turned into a book bag until <laughs> this day I have not seen anyone make that so just being around it and growing up in it I didn't I didn't think that that was something that I actually wanted to do I liked it I I was yeah. um, introduced to it and I was taught the skill set but my what I really wanted to be growing up like what I would fantasize about is being a business mogul like I'd be like oh yeah. man you know I just saw myself like wearing a power suit and a briefcase and having businesses <laughs> and a nice office with glass <laughs> yeah so so Actually, Listen, designing kind of wasn't like a dream, but it was something I was very interested in. It was something I was also passionate about. And I did as a kid, I would still make things and I would be like, oh, such and such is going to wear this or whatever. But um, that wasn't like 
my biggest like dream my biggest dream was like yeah I want to have some businesses and make a lot of money and wear suits and briefcases (laughs) yeah so (laughs) but um but once I started doing it like it's kind of funny because when I was doing it as a kid I didn't like realize like what I was doing um but other people around me did and it was just like oh my gosh I even like I remember in elementary school I never forgot this because this is something that like keeps me motivated when I was in like yeah. sixth grade I think I created these handbags and they put it in a display in front of the school like so every time somebody would walk in they would see it and they made like a side for me and everything at the bottom with my name on it so like that's something that I look at. Oh shit, that was your start, man. Yeah, that was your start. That was the start. <laughs> and I gave all those bags away though, but I it was so much fun and I always had fun doing it. And I said, you know what, this is something that I enjoy. This is something I can make into a business. And I've been yeah. taking my time with it and now I'm here, you know. Yeah, Chantel has arrived officially. <laughs> um yeah, Chantel Pride, y'all. Um, I think that's definitely do. Um, so, and for the record, you can feel free to ask me questions because this is not so oh, much, cool. this is not really an interview. <laughs> so this, this is just more of a conversation. That's really awesome. my style of um, I like when that. I do these type of things. I really, I really don't do the whole, okay, so I'm going to ask you a question and then you answer and then I ask you another question and then you answer. So I like have that, a- that just... So I have a question for you then. I'm glad you said that. Like, I like that. That's pretty cool. I like the whole, you know, just bouncing off each other type of thing. That's pretty cool. Um, so did you always aspire to be an entrepreneur? Like, was that like your dream as a kid? No, that was, that was the last thing that I thought about. That, listen, since we're getting to the nitty gritty of it, us that now. was not, <laughs> right? That no, I actually um, had other stuff in mind. Um, I wanted to honestly, I wanted to be a psychologist first. Um, I was always really good at making people feel comfortable, mm-hmm. so I thought that psychology was my thing. Um, and I even, I even went on the website for the school of psychology. I even went up, I signed up myself, and everything, and. So did you end up However, attending? Like whatever happened with it? Um, no, I didn't. I actually didn't end up attending. Because, why? Because I looked at the amount of school that you have to go to become officially certified as a psychologist. Uh-huh. And I quickly realized I, mean, <laughs> I have patients, but I, I did not have that. I didn't. So I really, I jumped around a lot. I did. I, I, I wanted to be, because um, I am a music lover outside of all of my business oh, stuff. Music I love is music. great, yes. So I wanted to be uh, a DJ. I wanted to be a DJ. So I had this phase of um, signing up for like competitions, DJ competitions and all that. Uh, and then I made like the wrong move in the DJ and I DJ and I talked. I looked for like a minute and I was like, shit, goddamn. Um, <laughs> so I, I went through a phase of just trying a little bit. Of right. And that didn't come until I was like, 
I was like 24 now. That's really when I started to um, really go in my own direction and step from the concept of just doing as you're told and just doing what other people want you to do. Right. And I started um, finding people online that were living like that, that were living how they wanted to. They travel wherever they could do virtually whatever they wanted. And I was like, okay, that's a cool idea. That's a cool concept. How can I apply that to my own stuff, to my own life? So books was the first introduction to that. Uh-huh. And then I experienced of just creating something that's officially mine and can't be taken from me. I took that and I applied that to other stuff, which is how I got involved perfume and stock, a bunch of other things that I'm doing now. But yeah, books was books was my intro my introduction to the whole entrepreneurial, like do your own thing, create a legacy for something. Like that's really what what um what kind of cemented me in this arena is right. just not restricted. And mm-hmm. at the drop of a hat, I could change my direction if I personally wanted to and not feeling like I have to run it by somebody right. or ask for permission. The freedom, something. right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was my initial introduction to it, but my grandfather played in a, a big part in it too. I was just about to ask, um, like, if anybody, like, had some influence on you on becoming an entrepreneur. Yeah. It was definitely uh, my grandpa. And I shout him out in everything. I, I really do. Because he, um, just watching his example, uh, I had I had the, I'm not going to call it a coincidence because I don't really believe in coincidences. Yeah. Call it an opportunity. Um, I had the opportunity to go see him when he passed after he passed away. Um, and before that, I was really didn't wasn't really into the whole responsibility thing that hit me later. Right. And so I went to uh, his funeral in Mississippi. I went to his funeral. Um, initially, I wasn't going to go because I don't like depressing energy. It's not me. So I stay far away from depressing energy. Right. So um, I had a conversation with my mother about it. And she said, well, all right, you should, okay. I know that you don't want to go, but you should go to pay your respects. So I was like, okay, fine. All right, I can do that. So we went. And all of, all of these people that my grandfather knew came forward and said, that he inspired them to say this. Wow. From, from insurance to construction to investing in real estate to um, somebody else wanted to do fashion and then somebody else wanted to do hats. So that was my wake up call. Cause we all, I, I feel like, especially us as entrepreneurial folks, we all have a wake up call eventually. Yeah, we both do. Whether good or bad. Yeah, we do. And that's a, that's a thousand percent true. And that was my wake up call. And I I really um, asked the universe to put me in the right direction and be 
And goddamn, they did. Right, thinking direction. Because I wanted something that that allowed me. So that's what pushed me. Because I really. Hello. I really started thinking about legacy. Mm-hmm. What did I want? What would people say after they meet me? What would people say? Right. Would they say good things or bad? And I really started thinking like that. And I was like, you know what? Because I do believe in the transfer of energy too. I, I do. And so. In the what? Huh? What'd you say you believe in the in what? Uh, the transfer of energy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I would. I, that, like I said, that was my wake up call. So I was like, "All right, Grandpa, I'm listening." Like you, <laughs> you had to knock me. You had to knock me on the head a few times because um, I had Capricorn stubbornness. But mm-hmm. all right, Grandpa, I'm listening. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just been, it's just been sheer like iron willpower ever since. Like I just, I cannot explain it. Sometimes I can't explain it to everybody, but. It just, it's just been sheer willpower since. Um, and I shout him out in everything from yeah. my podcast to my book to anything like on a paper. I make sure that um, if people are going to know my, my name, then they're going to know him. Exactly. So, yeah, that was my initial. Like uh, wealth, uh, all of that stuff. Now the billionaire part, I'll get to that later. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, the initial introduction of it, man. That yeah, that's where it came from. It just the universe knocked me on his head on on the head and said, "Hey, I know you're trying to be stubborn, but wake the fuck up." So I woke <laughs> up. <laughs> so th- yeah, man, it's really, like that sometimes, man. Seriously. Like it, it'll it'll take that one thing or sometimes a couple of one things to really like yeah. wake us up and open up our eyes to see like a direction that we need to be going in. And exactly. like I believe in divine energy for sure. And mm-hmm. you like you when you pay attention to it, it really it really helps with 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 guiding you in a direction that you need to go in you know and exactly um that's pretty much that's been working for me like whenever i don't pay attention to it i regret it because i see the outcome and i'm like shoot the signs were right there in front of my face and i chose not to <laughs> you know so man that's 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 awesome like um just you know just to like kind of relate yeah. to it like having someone in your family start it and then like continuing to carry on that torch of building a legacy of entrepreneurship and um you know wealth within your family like that's pretty dope yeah i'm yeah i mean um it does have its moments of of where i say that it sucks oh yeah <laughs> Ooh. I feel like I feel like entrepreneurs don't talk about that part enough. 
<laughs> Seriously, there's some I, great parts, and then there's some times where it'd be sucking for a long time. Like entrepreneurship exactly. is not for the faint of heart at all. It's exactly. not. If you Especially, can't handle ups and downs, like you know, sometimes those it'd be extreme peaks and extreme lows, yeah. and it's like if you can't handle that and you don't know how to prepare for that mentally financially and mental and um you know everything like you're gonna be like forget this i'm gonna go work for somebody exactly. <laughs> you know exactly, man. um yeah man you you'll be yeah, you'll be asking yourself why working. am i doing this <laughs> listen i look look i go through that shit two or three times a day i'm not gonna hold you right? I'm not, three times a day listen uh, because- i know there's another but there's another part to it that that i don't think people um until you do it you don't really understand it but Mm -hmm. it's i think it's intimidating when you realize that you're the pioneer for it when you realize that you're the only person Mm -hmm. currently in your generation of who's around you that is taking yes oh my goodness so true um so true that's that part Scared the fuck out of me. So it did. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I, I, I experienced the same thing. I would say like maybe two <laughs> or three weeks ago. I was like, shit, like you know, because it 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 definitely is a weight that you're carrying, and it's so and it's I I made a I had a goal this year. I said I need to make enough money to be able to pay pay an employee, and I ended up hiring my sister, so she works mm-hmm. um um with my company, Shannon Shannon, with me and I'm able to pay her a weekly salary and you know with things being the way that they are now she was working inside the school system so she didn't have a job so you know this is her job now so just like thinking of even like the details of that and just yeah it's like oh my god like yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's like what the fuck but you know what it's at the end of the day I would say for me because I love being independent I love being able to not have to worry about someone telling me when I can spend time with my kid or my family my husband or anybody and I get to have that freedom to make as much money as I want you know depending on what I'm doing and to give other people opportunities you know I try to make sure I focus on that aspect of it and that's what keeps yeah. me going versus the amount of work that goes into it. Like, we don't live no regular life. Like, you ain't out there partying whenever you want to party. You're not out there, you know, do, like, no. buying bottles and buying up the bar. Like, I feel like social media plays a big part in making it look that way. But in reality, yeah. it's not. Like, sometimes you're spending and investing way more than you're gaining at that moment. And you got to just exactly. stick it in there and push it and push it and prospect and, you know, exactly. all that just to keep things going. Like, it's a 24-7 type of thing. Like, it becomes your lifestyle. But with all exactly. that responsibility, you get the freedom to say, I'm a vacation exactly. next month because we did well. Or to say... I'm going to, you know, pay myself some more or take a break or, you know, like it's, it's great, but it's a responsibility and not too many people are equipped to really handle that. Like it ain't for the faint. It's not, it's not for the the meek, 
you're always learning especially when especially when like you're the first so like in my family I'm the first one to be a full time entrepreneur I'm the first one to have built my business I was the first for a lot of things in my family so I've always had that yeah. felt the pressure but it's not like I can go to my 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 mother or somebody and be like yo like tell me something about you know this or marketing or you know doing my budgeting yeah. or anything like that but i just found out from my dad's side like a lot of my uncles are entrepreneurs yeah like this one uncle i never knew what he did i just know he always got a bunch of gold jewelry on and he's always invested in businesses and then i found out that you know even coming even from his um from starting from his father my father's father that yeah. he was a businessman you know so i was like oh okay that's where i get that whole i get the creatives from my mom's side and i get the whole <laughs> the business from my dad's side like my um what's his name um um the guy that worked with uh, the rapper Nicki Minaj in the beginning of her career, Fendi, like he has a bunch of businesses too. And that's my cousin from my aunt, his sister. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. So I was like, oh, this is cool. So that's where the whole business stuff comes from. Thank you. But yeah, but um, going back, just, you know, piggybacking off of what you were saying as far as like being the first. Yeah, man, it's not. You got to have some. Yeah. You got to be strong. Yeah. <laughs> man. And I think, speaking of, because uh, I do believe that words have power, right? And so I think that without realizing it sometimes, people speak over us before we realize it. So I know that yeah. for me, um, uh, before I, even before, earlier back, because um, I was a badass kid, I was. Um, <laughs> He's like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I was a bad little ass kid. <laughs> uh, and I told this. Listen, I told this story um, on my podcast. You'll probably you'll have to go back and listen to it if you want. But I'll tell you now. Yeah. But I had this. Uh, I had this. Um. Hold on one second. All right. I had this. Um this time where I went to a restaurant and I didn't have no money. I was about 11 years old, but I had a check though. I had one of my Oh, I think I remember this one. Go ahead and tell it. Let everybody hear it. I remember. (laughs) This is the proof, guys. Yes. I I took one of my mother's checks and I wrote a thousand dollars on this check. I didn't have no money. I didn't have no money. <laughs> you live large. Yes. Even though I didn't have shit to show for it, I had look, look. No. I had shit at the time. I I was, and you couldn't tell me nothing. I I saw that check, and I was like, "Ooh, what's that?" So I decided to write my name on my mother's check. But mind you, her name was printed, so <laughs> it was already printed. So. I took the check to the restaurant, and mind you, the food was only like twelve dollars. It was it was like ten to twelve bucks, but I didn't have ten to twelve bucks. But I had a check though, so I I tried to um, pay for food that was only twelve bucks with 
a check of a thousand dollars and I wanted like nine hundred dollars back. Like I, I thought that I was doing something when all it got me was a trip in the police car back to school. So I ended up having room for it anyway. I even through all of that power of trying to avoid school, I still ended up in school because mm-hmm. I didn't want to listen. I did I just but but I do think that that was um, my first little inkling of like this idea of being my own boss eventually. I didn't know how. I didn't know what the fuck I was gonna be doing. I didn't know how I still would manifest. But I knew like the idea of working for somebody was not my thing. It, it's not, it's not. You didn't like authority. No, I, that right I there. Yeah. I still don't. Um, but I deal with it a lot better now. I do. But at the time, yeah, that that just I I yeah, that was my first like sign of like the idea of just being my own, like just boss eventually and just doing my own shit and just doing my own uh-huh. thing. But <laughs> yeah, that is my little story. Um I do have another one about the time I got fired from my first job, which was on purpose. That on purpose. Um He's like, yeah. what can I mess up today? Because y'all just getting on my nerves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If I'm, I'm out of this my, my, now. my business, if I'm doing my job, I'm not bothering nobody. Leave me the fuck alone. Don't come in my trying to tell me. Or say switch it under your breath. Like, I'm not bothering nobody. Leave me the fuck that's alone. It. That's why you're an entrepreneur, because <laughs> it's the mess.